Blog Talk Radio. You rocking with your boy, the thinking deacon, the sinister minister, the rabbi ramen noodle, the chaplain of fried chicken slash rice, the preacher's grandson. Y'all know who it is. It's Fat Cat. Once again, uh, Satellite uh, Bills has the day off, but we're going to have a good show anyway. And I want to welcome everybody to the VIP Lounge in the Fat Cat Show Network. Yep. And if you're watching right now, that means you have been granted access. So what's up with everybody? What's popping with you? Uh, just like we start every, every, every show. I want to wish those uh, with birthdays a uh, very happy birthday. And and once again, I want to put this out here, not because I'm a vain person or anything, but I did uh, have a birthday on the 22nd, and it was so, so nice. I want to thank my wonderful wife, man. She fed me good, took very good care of your boy Fat Cat, and I'm I'm very very happy to have such a wonderful wonderful wife, and and just just want to give her a round of applause, man, because she she is a wonderful 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 human being, man. And I want to thank everybody that that gave me birthday wishes. Also, those out there, applause to you too, yeah. Wonderful, 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 wonderful time. If you notice, we're doing things a little bit different here on the Fat Cat Show. I don't stream directly uh, to Facebook anymore because I'm trying to get my subscribers up. So if you will be uh, kind, if you are a supporter of me and you follow me and you see what I'm doing here, um, it would be nice for you to go to YouTube. You're watching it right now, if you if that's if you're watching right now, and it's a simple little 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 thing here. That's called subscribe, and if you hit that subscribe button, you will be showing me much love. And if you share this content, the post, and all that, it will be greatly appreciated. Amen. But um, 
we give our birthday shout outs, but just like we got life, we got death. And we at the Fat Cat Show want to send our condolences to those who are grieving at this moment. Um, and because loss is a part, part of life, just like, uh, like we're born, uh, we die. And um, unfortunately, that's a part of life. But Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are there many mansions. And if it were not so, I would have told you. He said, I'll go to prepare a place for you that where I be, you may be also. And um, and we hold to that faith. Amen. And um, once again, uh, we did have a, um, a somewhat of a, a death, notable death in the news, and that was Malcolm X's youngest daughter, uh, Malika. Malika Shabazz. She was one of six daughters of the slain civil rights leader, Malcolm X. They said she was found dead in her home in New York City, police say. This is according to uh, the Associated Press, said Shabazz was found dead in her Brooklyn home, a police Spokesman says her death appeared to be from natural causes. Twin, uh, but wow, they both got uh, names. They almost named the same, but were the youngest daughters of Malcolm X, who was assassinated on February 21st, 1965. Said their mother, Betty Shabazz, was pregnant with the twins when their father was killed. Never got to meet his twins. Amen. Wow. The Malika Shabazz death comes days after two of the three men who have been convicted of killing Malcolm X were exonerated. Said a Manhattan judge dismissed the convictions of uh, Muhammad Aziz and the late uh, Khalil Islam after uh, prosecutors and the men's lawyer said a renewed investigation found new evidence that uh, undermine the case against them. Um, the funny thing, uh, the real funny thing about this this whole thing was that they been had evidence that these guys that these guys were not uh, guilty. Uh, way back, way back when they had they already had this evidence, and um, it's so sad that. Um, that it took this long, and I, I know what it's all about. It was really about just, you know, giving the real killers time to, to uh, you know, live their lives and stuff. Because we've seen, you know, a lot of murders in during the civil rights movement. That that uh, uh, shoot, they can't basically got the people when they like on their deathbeds and. 80 and 90 years old, emphysema, oxygen tanks, and doing all this. You know what I'm saying? And so, hey, what what do they what do they care if they locked up or or handcuffed to a bed or whatever it is? You know, hey, they 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 live their life. They got to watch get grandchildren, great grandchildren, all that stuff grow away. They got to tell the stories how they killed killed uh, black people and all that stuff. What? Hey, what do they care about it now? Hey, they, I'm going to be up out of here in a minute. So it don't matter. Ha, ha, I got you. So basically, they, they didn't care. But it, um, unfortunately, uh, one of the men did die, you know, waiting on justice. And um, 
God rest his soul. And I, I'm just, I just hate that it, uh, that it, it, it went like that. So, um, but anyway, I want to get into some news, some news, some news, some news. And um, our our first uh, one is about a Bronx woman. A Bronx woman who used obituaries to rob houses as people attended funerals. Now, you know you got to be the lowest of the low to stoop to that that length. Just imagine you grieving your loved one and somebody is capitalizing on you grieving to rob your house while you go. Just just you just uh tragedy on top of tragedy and you just like, Man, Lord, can it get any worse? But um we I wanna check this, want us to check this video out and we're gonna have a conversation and if you got any 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 comments on any of this right now in the vip just you know you got access in the vip that number is 646-564-9728 but you gotta press that one if you want to be heard but we're gonna get into this video right now as if losing a loved one wasn't enough. Police say a Bronx woman was trying to take advantage of that loss while mourners were at funerals. The 26-year-old suspect is tied to a series of burglaries in Greenberg, possibly in Rybrook, and in other communities. And police believe she was not acting alone. News Force Erica Byfield joins us with new details at 4.30. Erica. Well, right now, detectives in four different communities, including right here in Terrytown, are going back through old case files to see if this woman may be connected to any of those cases. We spent some time today talking to people in this community. I have to tell you, they are stunned that someone could stoop so low. That's not right at all. That's not right. And that person needs to be dealt with. Discussed in Westchester County after police say this 26-year-old stalked grieving families. It's a despicable crime. Reading the obituaries finding when the, the funerals were occurring and targeting those homes. Greenberg police caught up with her last week during a sting operation on Watch Hill Drive. Police say LaTanya Stewart and a still unknown accomplice would find victims through the online obituary website Legacy.com. Little did Stewart know on May 1st, Greenberg police were waiting when she pulled up. We're hearing there's a lot of municipalities that have also had these type of burglaries. Now police in Rybrook, Carmel, and Terrytown want to know if break-ins under similar circumstances are connected. When police pulled Stewart over on Watch Hill Drive, they found a three-month-old baby in the back seat, along with what they now believe is stolen property from a host of other home break-ins. Our victim from the February burglary came in and identified property in the car as, as their property. So again, police are now looking for a second person. All they'll tell us at this point is that it's a woman. They are not willing to release a description. Live in Terrytown. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, we can't make none of this stuff up. You cannot make any of this stuff up. Who does that? Where do they do that at? Well, I guess in Winchester, uh Westchester County. So um, this is somebody had to snitch on her. You know, somebody with a conscience had to snitch on her because how would they have known that she went through Legacy dot com? How would they? How would they know that? 
So somebody somebody snitched her out. Somebody wasn't uh, quite on her side, that I should say. So, um, but anyway, I wanna I wanna look at this right quick. Um, it said a burglar who targeted Westchester County homes as families attended funerals will serve at least eleven years for her crimes. You need more than that, but good, she got some time. Latanya Shalicia, uh, no wonder, uh, Stewart of Bronx of the Bronx learned her fate at sentencing Monday morning. Said after being found guilty last month of burglarizing six homes as the victims attended funerals for loved ones. Her victims were all elderly, 75 and over who were at funerals for their long-time spouses. Dirty bastard. Um, Said she stole jewelry, mementos, and precious heirlooms, and their sentimental values. Uh, Said victims' impact statements were read prior to sentencing, but the victims themselves declined to speak. I cannot understand how someone can be so heartless and cruel, prosecutors said, uh, as they read from one of the statements. Says she has no soul, no conscience. The pain has caused me to this day, that she caused me to this day, will never go away. Uh, Stewart also did not speak or show remorse, declining to take accountability. Wow. She was sentenced to 10 years for six burglaries, and the judge then on one to three years for criminal possession of stolen property. She was given 10 years for each burglary. Wow. But the judge ruled the sentences can, can be served concurrently. Okay. So, hey, that was, that was dirty. That was dirty. I, 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 I don't know how a person really uh, could do this to, you know, human beings that grieve. I just really, that is the lowest of the low point. But I'm glad, excuse me, I'm glad that somebody had heart enough to turn her, turn her in because they said, because the police, they said the police were waiting on her. So in order for the police to wait on her and, and get a tip of how she was, uh, you know, finding people's addresses, you know, unless they had, you know, so they had to have a cyber crimes expert and all of that to check, to check who she was checking out and all of that. But somebody had to give her up. And I, and I hope she sitting back thinking, but the thing was this picture right here that, that uh, represents her right now those doesn't look like the other picture that they showed of her right here. She, I don't know. She looks like she can't cook grit, grits on this picture, but the other picture, she looked nice. But this one right here, I don't know what's going on right here. You know, like, like she got hit in the face with pebbles or something. But I will just say this. Um, it takes, a low-down, dirty human being that would capitalize on someone grieving. You know, I, I just, I, I, done, I done seen, in this world, I done seen so much, 
go on. I done seen people um, uh, shoot up funerals and stuff like that. You think already that, that you would at least have the decency to, you know, allow people to grieve, no matter how dirty you are, just allow people to pay their respects and grieve and you shouldn't be robbing nobody, period. But, you know, if you're just a dirty dog, you know, I understand that. But at least have some kind of code of, you know, when people are grieving. Man, you know, you don't have to be a total a-hole uh, to just, you know, well, you, you're an a-hole. You don't know you being an a-hole. So that's that's here or there. But But anyway, I'm glad that she was sentenced to 10 years. It's well-deserved. Well deserved, because I couldn't imagine you, you know, you going and they said they were burying a long time spouses. Now you done. Not only did you take possessions, but now you done took a piece of peace of mind, the very last little piece of mind that they had. You know, they come home and they already grieving. Then they come home to a, a burglarized house. Somebody done been in and violated their privacy. Their lives already been uprooted by losing their, their partner and stuff like that. Now you taking, you digging even deep into the pain that they're, they're suffering. And you taking things that, that just imagine you might've took something that reminds them of their loved one. And, and you, you don't even care. Then you in court and you don't even show no remorse. They should have gave her a sentence for no remorse. But, but anyway, gotta deal with it too. So uh, anyway, I I don't know. I'm I'm gonna go to our next topic for today. Um, the next topic, I I think this was a very 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 good idea right here. Uh, for this uh, grandmother who was raising her grandkids after her son and fiance were killed by a drunk driver is pushing legislators to uh, support a proposed new law that will make drunk drivers pay child support if the parent is killed. And this proposed law is called the Bentley Law. It will make drunk drivers pay child support if a parent is killed. And I think this is a very good idea, you know, because this is, you know, we got to care more about our kids. And I think this is, um, I got this from CBS News, and it says, uh, Jefferson County, Missouri, it said a woman who lost three loved ones, including an infant grandson, in a recent accident involving an alleged drunk driver is pushing Missouri legislators to support Poe's law she named after her surviving grandson, uh, Bentley's Law, would require drunk drivers to pay child support when an accident they cause kills a parent or parents. Cecilia Williams told KMOV, the main aspect of the Bentley Law is financial responsibility by the offender. Um before we go even deeper into to it, I want to uh, watch this video. A lot of people will go out and they will 
become a repeat offender. But when you have that money coming out of your paycheck, you're automatically always going to think, wow, look what I have done. A Missouri grandmother who lost three loved ones in a crash caused by a drunk driver is hoping to turn her painful situation into a big change for the country. She wants drunk drivers to pay child support if they kill a parent. She tells Russell Kinsa Missouri lawmakers are buying in to this idea. The main aspect of Bentley's law is financial responsibility by the offender. Cecilia Williams has found a novel way to combat the tragic consequences of drinking and driving. In April, her son Cordell Williams, his fiancée Lacey Newton, and their four-month-old son Cordell II were killed in a crash on Highway 30. Their car was rear-ended, pushed off the road. Right, yeah. You need to sit back and be quiet, remember? Williams is now raising their two other children. That's three-year-old Mason in the back seat. David Thurby is facing multiple charges for allegedly causing the crash. His blood alcohol level was twice the legal limit. Williams is pushing for passage of Bentley's Law, named after her five-year-old grandson. It would require drunk drivers who cause an accident that kills a parent to pay child support to their children till they turn 18. Well, they deserve to you know, get that compensation because you're talking about raising children that the parents are no longer here. State Representative Mike Henderson of Bonterre is drafting the Bentley's Law bill. He'll introduce it in the next legislative session. I do firmly believe that these people who are driving drunk and take away the parents of these children, there's got to be some help for these children. It comes down to that. Williams believes that drunk drivers who are making monthly child support payments will think twice before drinking and getting behind the wheel again. It is going to teach them. You know, it's going to teach them to never do this again. Williams' idea is catching on elsewhere. A lawmaker in Tennessee also plans on filing a Bentley's Law bill next. Well, you get the picture. Um, It says Williams began working on the legislation after an incident in April in uh, Burns Mill, Missouri, that claimed the life of her son, Cordell Williams, his fiance Lacey Newton, and their four-month-old son, Cordell Williams II, said the car they were in was rear-ended and went the road and crashed, killed them. Wow. Killed them. You know, um, I think a little bit, it's a great idea, but I'm going to say this. You said that what she said in the video, she said that it would teach them a lesson. I I got news for you. Alcoholics don't think about nothing. They, They really don't. If you, if you're an alcoholic, you've got problems. I don't know how many people, um, have been have a, a alcoholic relative or you know y'all, y'all see how it is you know when you got a alcoholic relative they don't they don't think about things like that they don't they don't that's not their focus they don't you you would think they would think but hey they you know they don't even they might get out they may sober up a little bit but if they're a stone cold alcoholic, they don't think about nothing like that but the drink. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, it's it's people that are made a living off being alcoholics. And then the thing about this, you can't get people to play, pay regular child support. 
So, you know, just for their kids and stuff like that. So, and then some just say nine times out of ten, if it's a father, I'm just going to go on the male aspect for, of it for a minute. If it's a if it's a man that's an alcoholic and he just, just say he did his stretch of time and he get back out, he's going to be destitute. Uh, first of all, he ain't going to have no car to get to work. His license is going to be gone. Uh, no motivation to go to work. Um, he going to be out in the street. He ain't going to have nowhere to live. First, he's going to be in a halfway house. Um, people probably don't. You know, nine times out of ten, if you are, if you you know, ostracized like that, your family gonna gonna look away from you and stuff like that. And so, uh, he don't have no financial support system, so he ain't gonna be inclined to be motivated to go out here and get a job to pay uh, something that he's being penalized for because he don't care. So nine times out of ten, that person is just going to be a repeat offender in and out of jail. He don't care. But I, I will say this, the Bentley law is a good idea. But just say because you have them, those rich uh, Brad kids, they get out here and they get to drinking. And half the time, that's where the drunk driving uh, stuff be coming from and the killings and stuff like that. Uh Make them responsible, you know. Make them responsible, especially if you're rich. If you're rich, make them set up a trust fund for the kid also, you know, something that a parent might have did. You know, trust fund, you know, just they have to, you know, when they get old enough, they can get it and go to college with it or, or things like that. You know, I, I support it, but I just don't see it working, period. We 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 in hard times right now. People just, you know, some people still ain't back to work. Some people businesses have folded. Some people that was uh, in a different uh, financial class done done sunk right back down to where they uh, where they used to be before they uh, got a little bit successful. A lot of businesses folded. A lot of churches closed. A lot of uh, different things have happened in this pandemic, you know, so, um, so, you know, the drinking is picking up and all that, but I do support, I do like the idea. I, I've never known anybody uh, directly that was impacted by a drunk driver, but if that's you and you got any uh, comments on that, that number is 646-564-9722. Twenty-eight. Press that one if you want to comment. But excuse me, I fell her. That that gives her that gives her something really to focus on, and she got to you know it, it ain't really fair that grandparents have to raise their grandkids. You know they on fixed incomes, and now they gotta they gotta adjust incomes to you know why you why you off you know. In, in prison, no kind of responsibility, no kind of, you know, you ain't paying, you don't got to do nothing. They, you do a couple of years, you come on out, and that grand, and that grandparent is still dealing with the reality of the situation that you caused. You know, I don't know. I just, I just think it's a real good idea. Once again, if you're watching, that that number is six four six. 
564-9728. You got to press that one if you want to be heard. But right now, what we're going to do is we're going to get into commercial, and we're going to come back with our main topic for today. Need jewelry and don't want to spend an arm and a leg to get it? Jayla's Jazzy Jewelry. Want to look cute while cooking next bone soup? Jayla's Jazzy Jewelry. Come to Jayla's Jazzy Jewelry where you can get a variety of beautiful necklaces, rings, and bracelets. Let the queen of bling customize you. Because you ain't been bling until you've seen the queen. Tired of looking plain Jane? See the queen. Trying to change the game? See the queen. And the beautiful thing, you can look a billion bucks for $5. That's right, $5. Jayla's Jazzy Jewelry, where the queen don't stop until your jewelry pops. Skip the rest, try the best. Jayla's Jazzy Jewelry, buy online or in person. Deliveries available, ain't nothing but a queen thing, baby. At Jayla's Jazzy Jewelry. Try our website. We're back, we're back, we're back, and... And once again, y'all, um, if anybody got any comments or any on any of these topics, you know, your, your boy, your boy is here just up, just doing this show. Um, don't have my partner with me today, and it feels weird talking to myself. But if I do, I do, you know. But it's it's all good because sometimes you got to talk to yourself. But anyway. Um, once again, uh, that number is 646-564-9728. Press that one if you want to be heard. Your boy ain't doing nothing here, just, you know. But if you, like I said, if you just want to talk to me, talk to me. But our topic for today is, should the man be the sole provider? Should the man be the sole provider? Should he just, should the man just take care of everything? Everything and a woman just sit back and just be a woman. That's the question for the day. Uh, should the man be the sole provider? Because I, I seen a woman. She, uh, one of my Facebook friends, she had a post of something that the games uh, had said. And keep in mind, we talking about a millionaire. But anyway, anywho, or wherever you want to call it. You talking about a, a dude? You got to be careful who you take advice from, because you got to think. You got to think about this. The game. The game said. The game is a rapper. In case you didn't know, the game said uh, that the man should be the sole provider. Said he should take care of all the bills, and the woman should be treated uh, uh, like you know, just doing her nails and stuff like that. You know. And then I thought about it. I thought about it with myself. Would the game feel like that if he didn't reach that success that he he reached? Was he talking like that before? But then you you got to look too at the person that you take the advice from that you listen to because the person said preach. She said preach. And you hear f- women talk like that all the time. Preach. What do you mean preach? Do you know what world we live in today? This isn't like, you know, our grandparents' world or our parents' world. Uh, the cost of living them went up. Everything is, is going up. I went to, we went to the store today, and usually 
you know, we like to buy the kids some snacks, and usually we get them that variety pack of chips. They used to be seven dollars, seven to eight dollars. And me and my wife looked at it today. My wife grabbed grabbed the uh, grabbed the bag, and it was eleven ninety six for that that bag that was once seven dollars. And then the box that used to be twelve dollars moved up to seventeen ninety nine, eighteen dollars. So things are very very different in our world right now where where we couldn't where we're we're not getting the same kind of things like that and i just i I looked i had a whole bunch of charts put together but i did um i did look at right here and they said in 1960 household income was nine nine thousand eight hundred and seventy dollars in 2021, the household income was was uh, seventy eight thousand nine hundred. Um, it's just we we're we're dealing with different type of scenario. Oh, we got a caller. Wait just a minute. Hi. What's up, man? <laughs> what's up, dog? What what's up? <laughs> but 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 it's, it's crazy. I'm just running this down. So, uh, you look, a loaf of bread back then in 1963 was 22 cents a loaf, and now it's $2.20. Gasoline was 20 cents a gallon. Uh, uh, Okay. How how much was um, a pack of cigarettes? A pack of cigarettes, I think they had it. Wait a minute. Let me look at this. Uh, no, they didn't. They didn't show the the cigarettes, but they. I, I'm looking at this list I got here. They got a, a Hershey bar was five cent. Now it's one fifteen. Uh, steak sandwich. Because yeah. I, I I can remember when you know when I was young, candy bars was like forty five cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's crazy now for. For somebody to come up and say, hey, the man supposed to be the sole provider. He should pay everything and all of that. Uh, I think I, I think he should. Okay. Okay. Uh, break it down. Break it down. Like, like, look, look if, if they said that the no, average. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell, uh, tell you why. Okay. Okay. I don't want my woman, my wife, or anybody to to feel the the wounds of the world as far as economically. You know what I'm saying? Put put all that shit on my shoulders. I can handle it. Because when, when I walk through the door, if anybody going to be stressed, I think it should be me. Because if she's cool and calm, she can calm me down. Okay. I, I can agree with that. But at the same time, uh, do you do – they, they say this. They always say this. Uh, that they said that women are dying of heart attacks more than men, but from from my perspective, it, from from my perspective, this this was a national stat that they said women are dying more from heart attacks than men. But from what I'm seeing, you want to know why? You you want to know why? Why? Because they want to be the man. They want to be the man of the household. Let the man be the man. 
See, man, we die first, no matter what. Now, you want to play our role? Go ahead and catch them heart attacks that we catch. Because we, you know, the man, he dies first all the time because we got all that stress of the world on us. Now, yeah. you want to be the king? You want to be the head of the household? Because that's the, the whole power structure, especially I'm talking about the black community. Uh, right. The whole power structure is all mixed up. Right. Right. And you, but you know and what? That's why, because there's no way, it's no way in the hell women should be dying before the men, because somebody got to be there to raise the kids. Right. I know my right. wife; she better not die and leave me uh, with the kids to raise. <laughs> you got to stay alive, baby. I'll be happy to die first. <laughs> Stop! Stop, man. You know what? You know what? I'm just telling the truth. You 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 know what though I I I feel that, but I think when you when you look at the dynamic of it, like I said, like what actually now you look at they said in twenty twenty one the household income being uh seven seventy eight is that the black household income is that the black household income it didn't say I know. So you, you could imagine because I know I know what the black household income is. It's forty five thousand dollars a year. Right. Right. But if you, if you take it like for, I think at the, at the highest point before I went on disability, I think me and my wife was about close to that that number. Close to to um the the what they got it listed at. But it's it's all that's all nothing anyway. But, period. but because you was talking about the, the the price of things, how they done went up, gasoline, um, gas and lights, all that stuff is up. So and, yeah. and then say you say you make um seventy thousand dollars a year, right? Right. You tax that. How much are you actually bringing on? Right. I'm talking about because a lot of people they they ain't being for real with themselves. I'm, I'm saying if you make if you gross seventy thousand dollars a year, you probably bring home what fifty fifty nine, if right? Fifty nine thousand, not if right. that, if right. That. But, so but you, go ahead, go go ahead. Okay, uh, but I, I was just I was just breaking uh, things down like like if they comparing if women are comparing men to their fathers. You know what I'm saying? If you look at if you look at um see that that nine sixty eight like in nineteen sixty, that was that was a split like income. Like if you look at it, like split income, like a a little bit whatever whoever else was was in the in the household. Nine that nine no, let me break this down. Minimum wage in, in nineteen sixty was one twenty five an hour. A new car cost you two thousand six hundred dollars. A new house cost you twelve grand. Bananas, bananas was ten cent. The average rent was ninety eight dollars. A movie ticket was a dollar. Now you look at you look at it back then. You know you to to now. If you take your just say you dating and you taking your whoever you dating out somewhere how much is the average you think you're gonna spend 
You know what I'm saying? Look at, look at the restaurant I price. I, I, I think uh, you got a daughter, right? Right. Would you want your daughter to find a husband that's going to split the bills with her? Or are you going to pay the majority of the bills? Can Can I answer it in another way? No, let, I'm let, asking let, you that. Oh, okay. Then, no, I'm, then, asking, I'm asking you, do you won't have to pay? I didn't say all the bills. I said the majority of the bills. True. True that. Because I, I, believe, I believe it takes two incomes, you know, to have the things that you really want to have. Right. You know, for the family. Uh, but unless, unless the family, the family come up with a family business, some of y'all got to be together. To make it happen, because you you really can't do it off off of working unless you're a doctor or a lawyer, right? Or you're a plumber or electrician, but a regular right. nine to five job, it's not gonna happen. Right, right, right. I I, I look at that. I look at that like for, for me, because I know if 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 my wife didn't have have what she, the job that she had, we. You know, we'd be kind of like sunk a little bit, but for the most part, my my check takes care of a very good amount of the bills. So it's like, like um, my my wife probably pay, paid like the utility, a little bit of utilities and stuff, but I paid all the major, the major bills. The house that you live in, right? The house that you live in right now, if you take that that same house in Highland Park. If you put it somewhere else, it might be different. Right. Right. And that that's and and that's the thing too. Like out here the like in Detroit, like just say the city of Detroit. You know, depending what area you in in Detroit. The average the average especially I say east side. The average rent over there you you'll find like either from five hundred to seven hundred a month. You know, a house. What? Five hundred to seven hundred dollars a month. Let's get in the middle of the ghetto. That's what I'm talking about. Depending on where you, depending depending on where you go. I I, I don't know. I I don't know about no house for no five hundred dollars a month. (laughs) Five to seven hundred dollars a month. Probably not now. Probably area where you grew up in. Probably yet. So. I know that's a shot, but I, 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 I ain't gonna get you, you know. But but anyway, uh, says a Highland Park graduate. So, but but anyway, hey, what's wrong with that? What's wrong hey, with that? Hey, hey, it is what it is. I just don't know how to take it with somebody that came from there calling me something. But anyway, um. I just look at it now that what you said, it's almost like the the effect, like the the wife has to help the husband nowadays. No, it's I'm not saying, structured the same way. Because, okay. because this, wait a minute. This, this is how, this, I'm sorry. This, this is, this is all I'm, you cut me off now to forgot. <laughs> look. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, 
<laughs> Wait a minute. I think I, I think it's kicking back in right now. <laughs> but the but the wife but the wife does the the wife does have to help have, have to help the husband because I mean because it, it's hard for him to 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 kind of like front them front them bills by himself. You know what I'm saying? At least I'm not saying for her to be the major breadwinner. You know, I would I would definitely. I wouldn't be prejudiced against it, but it would make me feel bad if my if my wife was the sole breadwinner. You know what I'm saying? It would make me feel. Oh yeah, it would make me feel bad too because I talk too much. See, I get put out of something. <laughs> I gotta have some kind of control over what's going on because I do too much stupid stuff. <laughs> yeah, that 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 it just it just make you be like, man, you know. But but like you said, that, no, uh, the average. Talk about some, uh, I heard that I heard that refrigerator door open. Did you bang anything in there? Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> but no, but, no, but no, but for years, this this is how um we had it um done. Like I I have to the, the, do the business, and I will have her do the administrative part. You okay. know, we pay a couple hundred thousand dollars every year. Doing that, but started off doing a nine to five, and I'm like, this ain't gonna. I start, I created a business right before my um daughter was born. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what that's I think that's what black people got to do. I'm, I'm saying you can't don't complain about the jobs or the economy when it was like that before. You know what we did? We created our own jobs and situations. Because right. If we're using the jobs that they have, you're never gonna make it because they ain't set up set up for us to make it. They're not right. promoting us or putting us in a situation where we can do better. You know what but, I'm saying? Okay, but what what about what about the 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 female? What is required? Let me let me ask you this: What is required of the female if the if the man is is working at her? What do you require from from you, um, make my make my dinner every day, keep the house clean, and keep a positive attitude. I make everything else happen. Mm. Okay, but, but okay, but what about what do you say to those women that 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 sit up here and they say, "Hey, I, I want a man that, that brings something to the table." I need, but but I you know I ain't doing no no cooking like my grandma and all that. I know but she 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 needs to she needs to just stay single. She needs to stay single and have hot girl summers. <laughs> she, her eggs is all old and wore out. <laughs> wow, you know, and, and, I'm just and telling it, the truth. I, I, I'm saying, you talking about you ain't gonna do what your grandma did, all this and that. That's why we got so many black women single. Because they always mm-hmm. talking about what they ain't going to do. Right. But you don't have that support net like the other races have. Like, I'm going to support my man. You know, maybe you you a stay-at-home mom. But if you a stay-at-home mom, make sure I have some dinner every day. Make sure I have the energy to be able to work uh, 16, 17 hours a day. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. The, the hard-working man get cheated on. Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah, you can cheat it on. Yeah, but it all no. it all depends. It, it really, 
it all falls back on the man anyway because it depends on the type of woman that you choose to have a child with or you choose to marry because that no good woman, she's somewhere manning her own business. It's up to you. I mean, it's you to the one that's going to uh, find that no good woman. Leave her where she at. If you're a hardworking man, go get you a, a supportive woman. That that sounds so easy to to say, but it, just, it is. It, but, easy, but, man. but but look, how many times have you gotten to a relationship with somebody that you thought was the good woman? Mm-hmm. And, and come you know to why? Find, I, did, I with, didn't know she was, she was no good. You you want to know why I didn't know why she was no good? Because I didn't court her. I didn't date her. If you court people, you date people. You know what you're dealing with. That's the problem. We have the kids and stuff that people we know nothing about. Mm-hmm. Then uh, by the time you um you have the child, now you want to get away from her, but you're stuck with her for eighteen years, and that's mm-hmm. where where um child support comes in. Now. Right. You should be having kids about somebody you know really know nothing about. Right. 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 So, so I. But this these are the things I learned. As I got older, and, and that's you know, the things like the fathers, the fathers, you got to teach your sons this. You got to teach your daughters this. You know what I'm saying? What kind of man to look out for? And you got to teach your, your your sons what kind of woman you know you want to marry or have kids with. I ain't gonna say or have kids with because you should be having kids with your wife. Let me let me let me let me ask this then. Since since we on that level of it, so if the man is the you you believe in the man being the sole provider, and so if I he's out, if he's out and he's uh, taking a job where he he's working, let's say two jobs at a time or some, I know some guys is working like three jobs. You know, he, okay. He's, He's taking he's taking on this responsibility. So the blunt, the blunt of the parenting and the teaching is on the mother. And in this day and era, I'm just saying, if this day and era, where where they pushing our young men to be feminized, do you think? Look, 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 look. Not if the father's in the household. I don't care if he's working all the time or not. It's boy, especially little boys, they usually try to act like they daddy. You see what I'm saying? They see you see a hard working daddy, hard working man, or daddy might come home play with you for two or three minutes. You might have a conversation conversation with you. That's what a lot of uh, a lot of black families are missing that that father to have those conversations with them. If there's a man in the house with you, he's gonna have a conversation with you. But, but talk I'm, to you. But I'm I'm saying the time that you know a, a lot of people. I don't heard this a lot of time. My daddy was in the house, but I never spent time. I never got to spend time with him. I never. My dad was always I'm gone. About, that, did that cause you to be a criminal or a sissy? Which one is it? But 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 you know you know kids act out for attention. They act no, out. No, I'm I, these, I, I never wanted to attention so bad. I turned into a sissy. Listen, we dealing with we dealing with different a different breed of kid. 
These millennials are different. Oh, they oh they oh they turned into different human beings. That's what happened. Man, they they different. They are different. Look at look at the wait a minute. Look at look at the the suicide rate now in the in the African American community compared to twenty something years ago. Now, these kids killing themselves. They doing. They're doing all kinds That's of because stuff. because they right own now. drugs. That's because they own drugs. They they growing up, mama being the head of the house is being the daddy. And women are emotional. And the worst thing you want to have is the emotional emotional uh, emotional uh, man. Because an uh, emotional man, he usually will beat and kill his, his girl or kill himself. Can't be an emotional man. I tell my daughter all the time. Say, don't go get a man that sit back and cry all the time, because an emotional, emotional uh, man will kill you. And you know what? And then he will, I, he, he will, he will beat you, and then cry and say, "Oh, the why I do the things I do." And, and you know what? Too what 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 I got a chance to see, like when my grandfather working at my. Uh, when I was coming up, my grandfather was the sole provider. My grandmother, my grandmother didn't, my grandmother didn't have to work. My grandfather was, uh, my grandfather was, you know, he worked at General Motors, and so I, I, I watched, I watched. My grandfather told me we used to have these these conversations, and my grandfather said when he came, when he first came down here from from Tennessee and came down here to work right after he got out of the service. Cause he sent my mother, my mother and grandmother down here to stay with her sister while he was in the service. And when he got out of the service and came here, he got a job at General Motors. He said he was making, I think it was one twenty-five, like you said, something like one a dollar and something an hour, something like that, and and or, or less than that. I think he he said, I think it was less. And um and and he finally got enough money to buy, build and buy a house and and and, and do that and moved in. And, but the times were like different at that time. And and my grandmother and the women were different then. Grandma always made sure. Yeah, yeah, because they stuck that they stuck that they did, and they yeah. made sure they made sure he, he had a bath. You know, imagine working at the plant and coming home and your feet aching. And your wife mm. told me, I ain't rubbing his stinking feet. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? What right. kind of women are now? I don't, be, your back hurt, anything. Worry about you. They worry about um, themselves. They don't care about you. they trying to live a love and hip-hop life. Right, right, right. And you know what You know the, the, the worst thing about them, too? They what? made it. <laughs> Well, I said, oh my God. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's the that's the that's the main thing too. And it's it's just like, you know, 'cause like I said, I got my my grandmother always made sure she knew the exact time my grandfather was coming home from work. She had his plate ready. She you know, had his plate ready, granddad, you know, whatever it was, hey honey, blah, blah, blah. His plate was ready. My grandfather was he got up he got up. See, at the time, I didn't. I didn't understand. I used to see my grandfather. He'd get up, he'd eat, he'd eat, and just leave his tape, his plate right there, just like, like, like a cave bed. It's almost like a cave bed, 
to tell he'd just leave his plate right there, crumbs everywhere, just leave it and just go. Grandma come over there, she'd grab the plate, clean it up, wash it, you know, all of that. And he'd just, you know, but he earned that right, you know. He earned his right to 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 be there because he took care. Grande took care of his household. He gave her, he gave grandma money to go grocery shopping, put put a grocery in the house. He did that, and on top of that, he was a pastor, full time pastor. And he, you know, he did his uh, pastor duties, church, and and all that. And granddad would, and he was a little hustler too. Grand granddad, he would take. Uh, can he would buy candy pops, take it to work and sell it, and all of that stuff, and th- that's how he he was. You know, I got to see a I little wonder, bit. Of, I wonder what happened to you, then. huh? Nothing. You know what? I I, I would <laughs> say something right now. You you don't want me to you don't want me to get gangster because I don't want to get mad. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you want to argue. I forget you, you get out of pocket for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, I do. I really, I really do. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, but, but like I said, man, I, I think you know. Hey, I don't have no problem with a man being a sole provider if he can do if he can do it. Oh, you no problem price, with that. Uh, prices, prices done got outrageous though now. But I just said he do need yeah. that financial help from the woman. He do need that. I, I, I'm saying, but it, it, she can help in different ways. You know, she can be uh, the supporter of whatever dream that you have. And I think that's more important than anything. And she can push you to be a better you. Because, I, I mean, that's what, that's all it takes a lot of times is somebody to um, believe in you. But but you know you know but you know what happens, you know what happens too in, 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 this, in this day and era, if the woman isn't, if the woman isn't helping financially and the man gets sick, they go bottom under, they go belly up. That's another thing, getting sick, because I could just imagine. Uh, what happened to me when I when when my my back went out when I had to go on disability? If my wife wasn't working, boy, we'd have been hurt. We'd have been hurt. Well, it wouldn't have been a hurt uh, a we if she'd have said, "I'm gonna go get somebody with a strong back." But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it it just been you. <laughs> See, anyway. That's how you know you got a good wife. But- let me let me tell you something. If you had a no good wife that didn't have your back, when your back went out, she'd have been gone. That's oh yeah. These women oh yeah. Do now. Oh yeah. I, That's I, what these think, women do now. I thank the Lord every day that I got a woman like I do. Amen. But you know what? Anyway, we want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Fat Cat Show. Like my boy Satellite, I wasn't expecting them to you know pop in, but hey, good. To, Good to hear from him. He'll be back uh, sooner or later when he stop um, Highland Park High. We up, we up out of here. We up out of here, y'all. Peace from the Middle East. Middle East, you can't even make it to Highland Park. You 
man. 